Hey you good people, this show contains adult language, the swearing and cussing, so listener discretion is advised. Hey you good people, this is your host Niraj with your weekly dose of discussion on Afterlife, your new favorite show, My Good Place. Today I want to do something different, I want to jump right on onto the discussion because it is longer than my usual episodes but stick with it by the end you'll have learned something about agronomy and a new perspective on afterlife itself today my guest was my soccer teammate till she decided to move to florida fucking florida i guess we all make bad choices huh yeah she was my soccer teammate and she is a yogi agronomist and importantly she is an amazing fucking human let's welcome hannah rush hi hannah hey Nirash. how you doing how is quarantining yeah my self-isolation here in gainesville has been uh, not such a challenge for me personally, thankfully. I'm grateful for that. Um, I'm a student and so I do a lot of reading and studying and writing as it is. So now I just don't have to leave my house to go to class or to participate in a seminar. It all happens on a computer and I am fortunate to have internet uh, that's reliable. And basically, I get to go outside when I collect data at fields, which I enjoy a lot, um, or just to get some fresh air and do some exercise. Hannah, just for my listener, uh, let's talk about what you do more. Uh, let's tell a listener what you're studying or, yeah, when you go out on the field, what do you actually do? Sure. So I'm a student uh, in the agronomy department at the University of Florida. People frequently ask me what is agronomy. So the My like question next. dictionary, <laughs> the dictionary definition is the science of managing uh, crops and soil. So I'm concentrating on agroecology. So I'm interested in what are the interactions within agriculture that uh, help to support food production. So specifically, I'm looking at grasses and legumes that support cattle production. But even more specifically than that, I'm looking at roots and interactions of plant roots with the soil and soil ecology and how that affects uh, plant production above ground which is the part that the cows eat and therefore how does that affect cattle production for human meat consumption so uh, we met when you were in minnesota and now you uh, live in uh, florida so is is that study better in florida that's why you moved from minnesota to florida so i chose to come to florida for several reasons but the like the primary reason i would say is the subtropical agriculture 
that takes place in Florida, just the climate is different. So in Minnesota, I was able to learn about agriculture in really uh, organic, rich soils, so productive soils just inherently, mm -hmm. um, thanks to the prairies that used to dominate the landscape um, up in Minnesota, or at least portions of the states. And then, um, yeah, it's temperate and rain-fed, so, so we have winter, there's not a lot going on in the winter, um, and yeah, we have enough rainfall in most of the states that we don't have to have irrigation or supply our crops with water. Mm -hmm. And being from, or working in Minnesota and studying agriculture, I studied corn and soybeans predictably, um, and looking at uh, cover crops. So growing an additional plant in with corn and soybeans to see if that would have an impact on corn and soybean production, but also if it could be like a bonus for the environment to try to mitigate some of the environmental consequences of growing, growing corn and soybean across so much of our landscape. Uh, in Florida though, uh, I came to the subtropics because I'm really interested in tropical agriculture. And so my husband is from Colombia and there's a good chance that we will be in Colombia at some point, but I also spent five years working in Costa Rica and there's a good chance that I would try to go back to Costa Rica too. Um, mm. But I'm also just interested in these places in the world where you can grow things all year long and you can do that in Florida too. Nice. So that's all planned and the land Florida has. I only know people in Florida and who, who are weird as hell I heard. Like I watch a lot of memes, but yeah. But uh, when you talked about land in Minnesota, I know you used to volunteer for local food sovereignty in Minnesota. You want to tell my listeners more about it? So I really like to support uh, local farmers and small scale farmers. And we have uh, dis different uh, systems of agriculture and different cultures of food production um, in the United States and around the world. Um, but I personally prefer to support agriculture that's done um, with profit in mind, but it's not necessarily the driving uh, ethic behind mm -hmm. food production. Um, and so I like to, um, I like to go to farmers markets, for example, where I have a chance to interact with the person who's producing the food that I am lucky to be able to consume. Um, and I also like to uh, contribute to efforts of food sovereignty, like being able to produce food close to home, to save seeds um, that have evolved within the specific place where the plants are being grown um, and also uh, just to support the efforts of somebody who's not necessarily trying to join a commodity market that's aimed at export or that's aimed at production of 
um, crops that are heavily subsidized by the government or and that's not to to blame these people our system is set up in such a way that this is how many farmers um, are maybe forced or opting in to produce it's not to blame them but this is just my personal preference when and where i can um, i like to support uh, small-scale agriculture I like to, yeah, I, I like to give a big shout out to our farmers too. I mean, I have so much respect how they do it. I can't even keep a fucking cactus alive. They have like a whole farm and they actually provide us food. So that's, yeah, I have so much respect for them. And another thing uh, we were talking about was the water de uh, defender in Minnesota. Uh, and uh, line three, is it? Uh, that we need to support uh, tell me about about it a little more and then we're gonna we're gonna move on so i think that policy is something that is difficult to pay attention to especially to have the stamina to pay attention to um when there are so many other things going on in our lives at a personal level and at a community level and uh one thing that i've been really trying to uh grapple with on a personal level is the privileges that I have. And um, one of these areas where this has become evident is in the struggle of communities to uh, preserve and protect their access to safe and clean water. Um, and so there are different efforts taking place. Minnesota with Line 3 is one of these efforts in Canada with the Wet'suwet'en uh, community as well. Um, there's another very similar uh, pipeline scenario playing out up there. But um, where possible, I think that standing up for these communities who are trying to protect their land and their water and their resources from exploitation, from corporate um, or national interests, I think that those causes are worth standing up for. I know that um, my ability to engage or disengage from those uh, is part of my privilege. And my choice to engage is because those communities do not have that same privilege. Um, so and all, I, I stand in solidarity with the people who are wanting to protect land and water. Hell yeah, I like that. So we do all that to make our life and our community's life better. But let's move on to something which nobody has really experienced. Something I call afterlife. I guess we all do. So do you believe in afterlife? I guess my answer is yes, but. Okay, before we move on to but, let's talk about why you guess you want to say yes. <laughs> well, I think part of it comes from an education in which I've been told that there's an afterlife, that this is a precursor to uh, maybe a better place. Um, or a worse place, depending on how we behave within this life. 
Um, yeah, so I guess kind of just world views that um, I'm familiar with uh, that that teach me that this is not the beginning and the end on this planet that we have called Earth. Mm -hmm. um, but I also... Yeah, I was going to get to that, but... Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also just am not sure if what I conceive as an afterlife is an afterlife. So you that's know, it... where my doubt comes in. <laughs> yeah, because we don't have like a proper proof and which which something most of my guests is kind of hesitant because nobody has came back to life and said, hey, afterlife is pretty fucking awesome, you know, <laughs> or whatever. So what do you think actually happens right after we die, like we lose this conscious state? I imagine darkness, just like if you had your wow. eyes closed forever. And that's how, you know, when you fall asleep and you have a good night's rest, but the night went by really fast. I love when that happens. And to mm -hmm. me, that's, that's what the afterlife is, but just perpetually, not like a short night's rest of dreamless, just great restful sleep, but just an eternity of that so but you i guess you never get to wake up or you do wake up in this let's say a good place <laughs> that's a great segue yeah <laughs> so let's say yeah you you just shut your eyes and you just rest and when you do wake up you wake up at this good place what does Hannah's good place look like? Let's say let, I'm giving you a chance to customize your good place. What does that look like? I think I never wake up. I think, if anything, like the closest I come to waking up is that moment before you're awake fully or wanting to get out of bed. It's just like maybe. For me, at least, I love when I wake up with the birds, when the birds are the first thing that I hear, and that's the first thing that comes to my consciousness. And I love like a soft breeze. So if you could imagine just like maybe taking a nap forever with birds singing and a breeze and mm -hmm. maybe some clouds that you don't even really know they're there because your eyes are closed. But they're this they're there and you're just there forever and you never get tired of it because that's the point I'm a very restless person when I wake up but if I could just bask in that and enjoy that forever I think that's what my good place would look like yeah I want to I want I want my good place to look like that now Damn, that was good. So why <laughs> why did you pick this? Like, I, I guess you answered it. You're more restless. Uh, I was trying to get to why does your good place look like that? Like, and that comes right after this darkness that you mentioned, right? 
and you're yeah. gonna have that till eternity maybe it's just the darkness forever and forever and ever and if there is like a reincarnation or something like that then that's the point where you wake up mm -hmm. um, so maybe it is just like darkness and like sleeping but you don't even realize you're sleeping and you don't have any like lucid dreaming going on where you realize there are thoughts or or that you exist it's just quiet and silent you have no discomfort really you have no sensation at all it's just the lack kind of, of like a serenity consciousness. i do you think like that that's the common thing that I've been getting uh, from my previous guests. So do you think consciousness is something that keeps us alive? That's, that makes us what we are? I don't know if it keeps us alive. Um, I think that it's part of our understanding of being alive. Um, and I don't, maybe even understanding is, is taking it a step too far. It's an experience of, of being alive and having some level of awareness about ourselves in relation to space, in relation to time, to fluxes in the season. Maybe if we live in a place where seasonality is like noticeable. Mm -hmm. um, um, so I don't think that consciousness is making us alive. I, I know that some people say like, oh, well, I'm living for this cause. So there could be some kind of drive, I guess, um, that really pushes one. They feel like they, they can't rest, they can't relent until a certain uh, milestone has been achieved. Um, and, and that, like we know that there are connections between mind and body. Mm -hmm, so sure. I do believe that that can help to motivate, like maybe it strengthens the heart or it uh, pr just provides the, the energy that's necessary to keep our physiological processes going. Mm -hmm. um, so certainly it can help, um, but I don't, I don't know that I would, I would not say that it is what keeps us alive. I think that's uh, a more cellular process. Sure. So another thing you brought up earlier was reincarnation. So what are your thoughts? I mean, doesn't didn't sound like you necessarily subscribe to the idea of reincarnation. So I don't know that I subscribe to it per se um but because i'm familiar with the concept and because i've been introduced to it it exists within the realm of possibility mm -hmm. i suppose um so i i think the idea of reincarnation is is possible and one of the stories that my mom and her best friend uh shared with me was that one day they were together when i was a baby and anyway her friend just said this baby has an old soul 
And so I've kind of carried that with me because I've heard that story several times in my life because they like to retell it when we're together. Mm -hmm. Um, And I appreciate that. And (laughs) I don't know exactly what it means, but I know that I have thought like, well, maybe it means I've been reincarnated and I've come back and maybe that's where the old soul comes from or or maybe I just have always seemed like an old person, even when I was an infant. I don't know. <laughs> um, so what if you add, you at that moment you would give some old eighteenth century accent and like you are correct, young young lady. <laughs> that was a bad accent, by the way. <laughs> so uh, I want to actually know. So let's say hypothetically this. A uh, good place does exist. You do wake up in this uh, with a bird singing and all the you know breeze on your face, and then you wake up in this nice, beautiful, good place. If given an opportunity, what are the three things you want to take with from this real world to your good place? And just to make it interesting, which uh, my audience already know. Uh, if you choose a person, they will die in this real life that we know of. So three things, person, some, it could be something abstract or something more material. Yeah. So in this sense, I mean, in this case, the birds uh-huh. and the breeze are already part of my good place. So I'm not bringing them from the world. No. <laughs> okay. You, and, you just get it. That's a given. <laughs> okay. And if I bring something with me from the world that is material or abstract, does that disappear from the world too? No. So if you choose a car, it won't disappear from the world. Only if people, if you pick somebody from your family, yeah, okay. they will not okay. be here. Okay. That's helpful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Niraj, now you really got me because <laughs> I thought that those things that were like my setting were the things I could take with me. I was all prepared. And now <laughs> I'm going to have to think. You might have to hold on a second while I think what I want to bring with me. In addition and to those. It, and it could be more abstract. So like, you know, like I was... I always tell my guests, like, you could take a knowledge, but be more specific what knowledge you want to take because we learn so many things, you know? Mm-hmm. So only three. And something you will, you'll know that you're going to live with. You'll be happy. You'll be content with these three things till eternity because we don't know how long is this thing is, you know? Right, right. So I would want to bring with me, can I only bring one seed or can I bring multiple seeds? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll let you uh, take multiple. Okay, I would bring seeds okay. because I love planting things and watching them grow. I guess I have to bring soil and water with me too then uh, and sunlight. But now I'm at four things. So, oh, I'm already over my budget. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I can have water without having soil 
or seeds or sunlight. So I would take water. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I think that would be a body of water that I could wade into. I could uh, like put my feet into it. I could listen to it or I could hear it. Um, its movement. Mm-hmm. I would probably bring fresh water with me because I could drink it and because it makes me feel clean. Whereas after I get out of salt water, I feel a little bit itchy, but I love Mm -hmm. being in salt water too. So that's really, that's a tricky one. Um, So seed, water and salt, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, okay, so let's just bring water for now okay. or it can be those three things yeah just to keep it short oh yeah those three things <laughs> i was totally kidding <laughs> see in some sense i just can't be the god if there is an opening i just know <laughs> so hannah and this is something i do every episode i kill people um oh. i know so if I let you choose three celebrities that you can take with, uh, three known persons, and who are you taking with to keep your company till eternity? Wow. And their influence on Earth would be... Would it, they'll, it'll remain, yeah. It will remain. They will remain? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because okay. I don't want... If you take Newton, I don't want to gravity to go away or the concept of gravity to go away you know because gravity i guess and these celebrities have to be alive today no uh dead or alive sorry yeah okay that's fine no worries so i would choose buddha as one of them because i think that there's a lot that i could learn and i think the afterlife would be a good place also practice the teachings of buddha not that the present life is not a good place to do it Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. thus far i have not dedicated my whole effort to studying Mm -hmm. uh, all of those practices um so i would say i would want to take buddha with me would be one person or figure Mm um a second I don't know which name to name because I have to uh, I have to acknowledge my ignorance here. Um, it's limited and but I would also want to to take with me um, I'm going to say sitting bowl because I think that there's a lot of history that I'm missing from before colonial times came to the United States and Mm -hmm. whole other cosmovision that I'm not familiar with. And I think I would be well served by unlearning a lot of my education uh, growing up in uh, Minnesota. And Mm -hmm. I, I would, um, I could do a lot of learning in, in the afterlife um and and be a different person starting from the moment i wake up in the afterlife having exposure to different worldviews um mm-hmm. without 
having uh, the worldview that I grew up with interfering uh, or, or challenging the worldview that I'm now being introduced to. And that's not to say that I shouldn't do that work here now while I am in this world. Um, the differences in this world, um, I, I'm already indoctrinated in mm -hmm. uh, the culture of white supremacy and colonial thought and uh, colonization and all of this oppressive culture that I've been brought up with. So I don't know that I'll ever be able to get as far in understanding as I could if I didn't have that baggage with me. Okay. So finally, any final thoughts, anything you want to share extra to the listeners? Mm, well, I only shared two people. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> Did I tell you I'm bad at math? <laughs> no worries. I don't. I included a lot of words between one and two, so it's okay. And I actually, I'm not entirely clear on who the third person would be. Yeah, I mean, I, I have that. a name in mind. <laughs> okay. But I have no women on my list, and I want to take a woman <laughs> with me. The name that comes to mind is Gabriel Garcia Marquez because he's a great storyteller. Um, there are many wonderful storytellers and mm -hmm. I, I wish that a woman's name came to mind right now. And I guess that's just <laughs> part of, uh, or came to mind first, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that's just another sign of values in our, in the culture that I was raised in at least and who gets recognized and for what. Um, that a woman's, a female author or storyteller was not the first to come to my mind. Okay. So, the same question again, where I <laughs> messed up big time. No worries. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts or anything you wanna tell our uh, our listener, whoever listening to the podcast. Hmm. Final thoughts. <laughs> this, this is the toughest one so far, huh? All right. You yeah, want to do a mic drop? Like, yeah, everybody. It's one of those voids of thought and then a flurry of thought at the same time. And which one do I grab on to and can I articulate? <laughs> um, so I guess my final thought is like, hopefully in this life, um, I can enjoy it to its fullest and I can do my best to contribute positively to creating an atmosphere and environment that's inclusive and welcoming to everyone or as many people as possible um, and that's not exclusive to humans I want to include all the life that surrounds me and hope that I can live harmoniously with it and I know that um, I will fail um, I have failed 
and I just am grateful to the teachers that have been in my life and I hope that I can carry those lessons forward um, to do honor to those people um, and make this life worth, worth living and that in the afterlife that it can just be peace and tranquility um, or at least that I will be open or prepared to face whatever unknown is coming. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. You heard it, people. And Hannah, I want to thank you so much for being the guest on my show. This, this was awesome. Well, thank you for having me, Niraj, and thank you for being uh, supportive of my uh, positions, and I appreciate that, and for your other guests as well. I think that uh, you've made me think, because I, I don't spend <laughs> much time thinking about these things, um, and yeah, and so the, the thoughts are kind of new for me, too, to then share them with an audience. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, I appreciate it, and thank you. You're very welcome. Have a great afternoon. Hey, good people. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. I just want to mention something real quick. I don't do as much editing on these episode on these discussion because I think if I do too much editing, there will it will actually lose the essence of the interview itself it will interrupt with the flow so i don't think it sounds as great so if you think i should do more editing get rid of things like where i've totally fucked up where hannah only said two name and i was thinking three names things like that let me know what you think you can email me at mygoodplace.pod at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or Twitter at mygoodplacepod. And quickly, I want also to let you know that I appreciate you all so fucking much. You've been so supportive, helpful, loving, kind, leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts, following me on Spotify yeah and if you haven't done it already just follow on spotify subscribe wherever you listen to podcast i try to drop these new episode every tuesday so fucking let's make tuesday about afterlife baby all right all right i'll see you all next week